Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. Later in the hour, we'll get Sauce Magazine's recommendations for top new spots in STL. And we'll hear a reporter's tale of almost didn't make it from one of our show's very own, producer Danny Wisentowski. But first, making Sunday a run day for black and brown folks in St. Louis. What is a safe space? It can be a location or a physical area, but it's more often about people getting together on purpose to do something or just be together and to do so with a feeling of relative comfort and both personal and collective safety. The St. Louis Run crew covers all of that ground and more, literally. Here to talk with us about starting the group, the gaps it fills for black and brown runners in STL, and whose faces, paces, and laces it's been drawing, we have Ricky Hughes, founder of the St. Louis Run Crew. Ricky, welcome, and thanks for running into our studio for today's show. Thank you, Elaine. You all just started off with some... Nelly, I mean, I feel <laughs> right, right at home up in here for sure. That's what we want you to feel. <laughs> yep. Now, as far as the running goes, how long have you been running, and what first motivated you to lace up? Yeah, so um, I come from a track background, just to be real. I, but this was twelve plus years ago. But one hundred, two hundred sprints, sprints, never long distance, ever, ever. So I've been running, I guess, long distance for about two years now. Okay. And what sparked me um, were two main catalysts. It was um, the pandemic. I was mm-hmm. depressed, just having anxiety in the house. But the real fire was when I saw the video of Ahmad Aubrey being okay. killed. And that day I went to get a Apple Watch. I don't know why I needed an Apple Watch to. I needed to <laughs> track my runs, right? Sure. So I got Apple Watch and some shoes and. Um, I started running out of my house. I couldn't even run a mile at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it just changed my life mentally. Okay. Uh, it was what I needed at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there anything that you were expecting to find when you started running? So there's you know, release of your energy, getting your body moving. You know, you're talking about Ahmad Arbery's mm-hmm. uh, murder as being something that sparked it, was there anything else that you were that you were expecting from running as a um, as a new activity? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I was looking for an outlet. I was looking for an escape out of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking for. I was angry. I was. Uh, furious at what I saw in that video and I just felt like I needed to do something um and I had no idea that running was going to change my life like it did and I was looking for something I didn't know what I was looking for Elaine (laughs) but it found me um uh, through running and you said that in the beginning you couldn't even run a mile no um what was it that that kept you going I mean did you start 
to taste a little bit of what they call the runner's high, even at shorter distances? Yes. Yeah, so, and people always say, oh, I wish I loved running. You, But I don't really think I love running. I love how running makes me feel. Mm. So it can be hard. Um, it can be tough. It's like you versus you. But it was how I felt after I ran. Like mentally, I, I would say even spiritually, um, I wasn't even tapping into the uh, physical benefits, even though I know it, it's come in that vein, like how it helps our people physically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just how I, it made me feel. It made me feel uh, free. It made me feel confident in myself. And I just, I fell in love with how running made, made and makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was it that turned that personal interest in running into starting the St. Louis Run Crew? Um, a lot of things. I want to re- really quick preface. So I didn't start running. I started walking. Okay. I would walk because mm-hmm. I couldn't run a mile. So I would like walk, then walk, run, then walk, run. Because I wanted to be known that I didn't just hop off the porch, started running. I okay. started walking. Okay. <laughs> so um, but what inspired me to start the run crew? Um, I didn't want to start a run crew, Elaine. I did not. Um, I wanted to run with other run crews in St. Louis and have my camera and do my content and do my reels and tell my story. But what I saw was all the run crews were all white. Mm-hmm. And a funny a story I had I actually had a friend um, who is white, and he was trying to make running in St. Louis more inclusive. And as he started to see what I was doing, he kind of said, "Ricky, you need to do this." And I'm like, "Nah, I don't want to do a run crew. It's the time commitment. Like, I want to just run with everybody else." But <laughs> honestly, it was kind of lonely being the only black face mm-hmm. at a lot of these run crews in St. Louis. So. Um, here we are. I started yeah. the. I started a run crew, and the very first time had like eight, nine people, and that it showed me that we need this here in St. Louis. So I got peer pressured by the city to start a run crew, pretty much. So, here so we are. but it was positive peer yes, pressure. Positive peer pressure, right, for right. sure, for sure. So, did the lack of of sort of seeing other black or brown runners uh, have something to do with the reason you chose? To have this crew meet at Keener Plaza and then to run through the Gateway National Park? Yeah, so I ran with a run crew in, run crew in L.A. and Detroit last year. Oh, okay. And they were running through, like, the downtown area. But what I felt and saw in those spaces was not here. So when I f- the reason I chose Keener Plaza was really... I would love to say because I wanted to be, but it was because the statue Harry Keener, which is he's a, a, a philanthropist, um, and they built a statue of him. And it's called the Runner. So I was down in Keener Plaza. I saw the statue, said the Runner, and it kind of like had an aha moment. Like we gotta run through downtown St. Louis. Cause I don't see. I still, even we've been there about two months. I have yet to see anybody else running downtown mm. in the Gateway Arch. So it was meant to be. So shout out to Harry Keener. Um, you gave me the motivation to create something in a space downtown. It's so beautiful that I want to show people how beautiful our downtown is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when I've seen you talk about the St. Louis Run Crew, you mentioned that it's open to all, quote, faces, mm-hmm. paces, and laces. Yeah. Um what does that mean, 
particularly given what you've said about creating something that is um, really explicitly meant to be for people of color. Yes. So it was created and forever will be created by a black and brown face, right? Um, But I also wanted to be intentional about the mission is to create a space for black and brown people because we don't have that here. Um, But I so that what that what's it mean by the face, but the pace is important too, because running can be really overwhelming in my community mm-hmm. um and walking can seem like I don't want to walk, but I don't want to run, so there's no like in between, so I want to be sure that I let people know that no matter whether you think you can run or walk or crawl, it's a space for you and very low entry. We don't go out there running a crazy pace. Some people walk, some people run, some people literally just come and talk, Elaine, because mm-hmm. it's created a space for connectivity. Uh, it's created a community for people who would have not identified as a runner, but they come and they just run a bit, half a mile, and um, I can see it changing lives in real time, and it's inspired me. Like it's, it's, it's lit me up like nothing has ever lit me up before. We're talking with Ricky Hughes, who is the founder of the St. Louis Run Crew, um, about what lit you up initially about running and then how this crew has developed. Who has been coming out? Like, what is the the age range? Is there some um, some range as far as where people are coming from? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So very diverse. Um, So. Black, brown, white, children. There's actually like a play place right in Canada Plaza. So mm-hmm. some people bring their older kid and they watch the kids playing. Uh, some folks run with uh, strollers with, with with their kids. Um, so as young as two to my dad is uh, 77 and he came out. So whole spectrum everybody's welcome and like it's really just changed my life to see people from come from St. Charles, Northside, Southside, the county. Wow. Even I have had friends that when they come in town now, that's where they're at. Um because they know the space is here yeah. for them now. So you mentioned earlier that you ran in LA, yep. which is where I, I moved here from okay. in twenty fourteen. Okay. And also Detroit. Detroit. So what is it that you saw there? And are you seeing some of that now happening here in St. Louis? Yes, for sure. So what I saw, and I, I'll i say Detroit because I spent a lot more time in Detroit, and their run crew leaders is called um, We Run uh, 313. And their uh, leaders have actually, we've kept a good relationship. They give me a lot of information and, like, gems on, oh, like, okay. how to support a, a run crew. But, yeah, I see the people I see um, just the energy, and also I see the potential to connect with brands. So mm-hmm. that was never my mission. Like I ran because I was depressed. I wasn't trying to create a run crew. I wasn't trying to connect with any shoe companies or um, uh, running brands, but yeah. that's what's been happening. Um, we've been able to connect with some brands. So I do, like, raffles. I had, uh, like, some Hoka stuff and some uh, Lululemon stuff. So I try to use that stuff, not for me, but to, like, and excite my crew because ninety okay. percent of our runners are new runners. Mm. So I want to keep them inspired and engaged and 
coming back because running might not be fun, but it's everything that surrounds running, the connectivity, the merch and things like that, that right. keep it exciting that I want to kind of uh, leverage to just continue to uh, grow the crew. So we mm-hmm. say the crew. The crew. Say, yeah, the crew. <laughs> so I think that gets to an interesting aspect of running. And you know, while there are more black and brown folks taking it up, it is still by and large a very white sport or pastime. Yes. And associated with it is branding, is um, merchandise. It's the commercial sort of aspects of yeah. it. Um, as a black man here in St. Louis, what does diversity in running um, mean to you, especially given everything that you have seen so far in mm-hmm. these seven or so months yeah. that the, the crew's been around? Yeah. Uh, it means us having like a seat at the table, us having ability to make decisions. Like I see a lot of um, boards that all white, like um, the I believe the running industry is like a $38 billion running industry, and there's like one black-owned running performance brand mm-hmm. out of $38 billion. So um, I wanted to be more than just putting us on a cover or like using a, a, a picture for social media. I want us to be able to tell our story like you've created for me, Elaine, to right. um, show that we bring a lot of creativity, energy, um, skill, swag, all of that to this sport because um, it is a sport, and uh, but it's more than a sport. It's a community building um, piece, and I want us to just have more pieces to the puzzle. Sure, sure. Yeah. Now, when you have been meeting with folks, you talked about um, Ahmad Arbery yeah. and what had happened with him. It is safer to run in a group than it is to run individually. What are some things that non-black and non-brown people of color should know about running while black? Mm, that is a great question because I, it's important to talk about. Um, they need to know that we have a different thought process before we walk out the door. So I wear a lot of neon green. Like my shoes today are neon green. Mm-hmm. Our logo has neon green in it because I wear neon green so people know I'm running. It's no like, oh, what's this black kid doing running through my community? But if I have on neon green, uh, it may think, oh, maybe he might be running. He's not just running from somebody's house. He's running. Um, We think about what areas we run in, what time when I don't run at night. Mm -hmm. And my wife, like, she supports me a lot, and I don't want her to worry if I'm I don't run at night. I don't run early in the morning if I don't have to because I don't want to seem like I'm a threat. Right. Um, so my the thought process is just totally different um, when before I walk out the door, especially for black women as well, because um, it's already unsafe to run as a woman, but as a black woman, it's even more unsafe. So running t- together is extremely important Mm -hmm. yeah and is that also part of the reason you've made this crew one that gets together on sunday morning um it's become that um like i said i just created the crew because people were like ricky you gotta create this crew (laughs) and i because also i want to give st louis the credit for that um but yeah it's been people that have come to the crew that have met and now they run through the week on their own so they Mm -hmm. formed a relationship on sunday but they run it up throughout the week. So that's why I wanted to be just a catalyst for 
connection. So if you do run, you can meet someone on Sunday so you can run with them throughout the week. Because okay. we had um, four people run a half marathon yesterday, and um, uh, that's just inspiring. Yeah, so, I was going to yeah. ask about that. So the Go St. Louis Marathon was just yeah. this past weekend. Uh-huh. The crew didn't meet because many of them were running in the mm-hmm. marathon themselves. How did it feel to be doing something like a marathon after starting this group, like just a little more than a half year ago. Yeah, um, the group's actually been in since January, so it's been like two months. Oh, so it's okay. It's, it's it's a baby. It's a baby, but we're going fast. But um, um, I hobbled in here. I don't know if you saw, but like my knees are like <laughs> uh, oh, no, super it's, it's, sore. <laughs> so uh, it felt like. Um, uh, I'm still like in awe, honestly, because I never thought I would run a marathon in a million years. But to be the leader of the crew and to like kind of show the crew in real time, like statistically that I started off running a year and a half ago and I just ran a full marathon yeah. is inspiring to me. And my crew inspires me because we had people that just ran their first races ever and crew that are preparing to run their first races coming up this spring and summer. So um, it just means a lot. I'm really in awe of what running has done for me and uh, St. Louis, but it's the people's crew. Mm-hmm. I'm the founder, but I I say this is the people's crew. It's not my crew. So you don't own it? No. If mm-hmm. it just was me, Elaine, I wouldn't be up here. Yeah. It's because people are coming out. People are sharing in the experience and sharing in just a story. So, yeah. yes. So when folks show up to mm-hmm. run with the crew— is there anything you recommend they come prepared with? Um, Some shoes that f- are fairly decent. I don't mean just go out there and buy like expensive shoes, but it does matter. I don't want you to come out and have a bad experience where your knees are hurting or like you're getting stumbling, blisters. getting blisters. I want it to be a, a, a fun experience. So come out, shoes tied, dress for the weather. Um, we don't, like I said, you don't have to even run the whole time. You can come out and walk. People hit me up like, "I'll come, Ricky. I want to come, but I want it. I want to get ready." I respect that, but you don't got to get ready. You come. This will get you ready. Sure. Come out, walk, run, chat, walk around Kenan Plaza. We'll be right back because mm-hmm. we don't. No one is left behind. So, yeah. Just come out with your shoes tied. Okay. You'll be all right. (laughs) Ricky Hughes is the founder of the St. Louis Run Crew. Ricky, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Elaine. It's one of my first real interviews, so this is is legendary. (laughs) Let's hope for more in the future. You can join the St. Louis Crew Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. when they meet for Sunday Run Day at Keener Plaza for a run or walk through Gateway National Park. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? 
suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.